0: Welcome to Cincy Reformed. Uh, I'm Brandon. This is Zach. We are pastors at Westside Reformed Church, a URC congregation in Cincinnati, Ohio. And today we wanted to talk about uh, church buildings uh, because we, you know, in the life of Westside Reformed Church, we've started a capital campaign uh, in terms of looking at renovating a church building and and uh, uh, getting a church building. And so, Zach, maybe you can give us some of the backstory about what Westside is celebrating now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty exciting time for us, also pretty intimidating. I know I've had a few sleepless nights as we've been thinking about this stuff. But you know, for probably about five years now, when we were getting close to the time of our church, we call it organizing or uh, having our own body of governing, ruling elders and also deacons to serve. About that time, about five years ago, we were beginning to look to find a church property that would become a more permanent home for us. Because we have been renting since we were planted back in 2013, and it's been a pretty hard, uh, pretty hard thing. We've put offers down on a couple of properties. We've um, uh, missed out, even when we thought that we had a great offer put down, or we got beat to the punch a few times. And so, it's really been a, a struggle for us over the last, uh, you know, many years. And um, it really came to a point recently where we uh, realized that in terms of properties in the west side itself that are of a good size uh, for our relatively small church and that really would do an appropriate job of inhabiting us and reinforcing our beliefs and practices that there really are not very many of those left around and none of them that we can really see foresee coming on the market anytime in the near future and so what we did was about a year ago, we decided to expand our uh, search for a church building to include the uh, uptown part of Cincinnati. And so if you're unfamiliar with Cincinnati, the center of Cincinnati is divided into two parts, and that is downtown, and then there's uptown. Uh, uptown is literally up, uh, you have to go up the hill. And uh, once you get up the hill, you find um, the hospitals, you find the University of Cincinnati, And you find a good bit of residential up there as well. And it's in the Uptown area that we decided to expand our church. And about 24 hours after expanding our search to include Uptown, uh, we came across a a property that um, uh, is now been offered to us uh, for free. uh, As long as we take care of a couple of conditions for the sake of ownership, which relate to um, renovation and some very significant uh, repair um, uh, job uh, on the on the property itself so that's kind of what's, been, what's brought us to this point um, so we're looking at uptown like I said the property that's currently um, uh, its current inhabitants are Mount Auburn Baptist Church they have owned the property it was uh, constructed back in the uh, 1880s and so they have uh, been the um, owners of it ever since they con- uh, um, uh, constructed it uh but their congregation has become quite small and they're getting ready to um shut down. So they're they're just excited to have it to remain uh a place of Christian worship. So yeah, I mean we've gotten to worship there a couple times already, Brandon. Maybe you can describe um, you know, your experience being there. May what are your uh, view about the the property is maybe some positives. Maybe you can mention some of the things that we need to take care of. Um, sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it was a great experience. You know, going in there, it's a beautiful building, beautiful inside. I mean the the architecture, the stained glass uh, windows. I mean, you really done well. Uh, it, it's great to. I mean, we've been in a senior citizen center. That you know you preach basically under a disco ball above your head, and it's kind of an interesting you know atmosphere. Where we're here, you know, it was much more kind of conducive, I think, to um, to, to Christian worship and and bringing kind of that all and reverence and transcendence uh, in, in, into view. Um, and yeah, so again, I, th- I think it was uh, a bit positive in terms of, of the aesthetics and and uh, the the uh, historicity of the building. But like you mentioned, some of the things that need to get shored up are like the steeple that is in uh, disrepair. And then there was a, um, they attached a school building to the back of it and uh, it's not been kept up very well. In fact, I think it kind of floods a bit when it rains and so uh, needs to be kind of gutted and uh, totally redone but it'll i think in time be a great place for classrooms office buildings and um you know place it for children and, and that kind of thing. So, But, Zach, maybe we can maybe just talk yeah. a little bit about, you know, what are some just benefits? Yeah. And I've mentioned a few, but maybe some benefits of having a building um, that a church can call can call their own. Now, there's been benefits to kind of being a pilgrim sure. people and packing up chairs and that kind of thing, but it's also beneficial to have your own brick-and-mortar place. So maybe we can talk about, you know, uh, what are some basics yeah, in true. terms of, you know,
1: yeah, I think that you really kind of feel the difficulties when you are a church plant. I think that uh, and you don't own a property yet. I'm sure that people who own one, they also see the downsides of a property. And so I don't think there's any, um, you know, uh, just imagination that a, a church building fixes all that ails you. That's definitely not the case. It's not some silver bullet. But I do think that we're very excited about that, th- this uh, prospect because... Having a property where, that we can call our own, I think it, it conveys a sense of a sense of stability. I think it um, uh, conveys that to our own membership that we're here for the long term. Whereas if you're just packing up each week and leaving, then that doesn't convey that to ourselves and also to others. I think it gives us a place where you can invite people to and say, hey, that's what we're about. We're there. You can find us there. Whereas where we are now, I mean, we could be removed as renters very quickly. It also kind of affects the way that we don't seem to really feel ownership of our neighborhood and our area. Because mm-hmm. again, we're just there for a short period of time. And I think you see the kind of same thing within like the housing market where if somebody's a renter of a of a place, they just don't interact the same with that property and with the neighborhood as if someone's an owner of a home and they have a greater level of buy-in and investments in the surrounding area and in being a good neighbor and things like that. So I think we're really looking forward to that as well. We've struggled at times just to have um, just simple meetings where we need to have a meeting place for an elders meeting or for our elders and deacons to meet together. We call council and we can struggle to find a location for that and having a place where we, again, call home is really wonderful to say, hey, we're just me at the church or at Bible studies. It just takes a load off of people from having to clean the house for 10, 15, 20 people to come to a Bible study. That can be a pretty heavy lift for some. And so to have a, a central place again where people can go who are visitors more easily than if it's rotating to different people's homes, then I think that's going to be a real benefit for us. Along with, you know, we've wanted to have additional worship services and been prevented. Just recently, we tried to hold a Good Friday service and Ascension Thursday service at a rental facility and that was already rented out. And so we couldn't uh, couldn't book that. So then we have to go somewhere far afield to to gather. And that just becomes difficult for our people to to get there. And so
0: lots of reasons that uh, I think we're really looking forward to that. Mm. But any other things you can think of, Brandon? Yeah, I mean, it's also helpful, like, when you're talking with people, like, you want to invite them to a building. Um, you know, there was one time I invited um, someone to church, and they they called me on the phone. They said that they were lost. They said, well, I, I went to this uh, senior citizen center. And you know, and, he, and they were like, "Well, that can't be it." And they turned around. They were up some street, and it's like, "No, you were at the right spot." Um, but it, it, it's 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 nice to have your own your ha- have your own building, um, and and uh, because people can show up even on on different days, even uh, where they want to show up and talk to the pastor or something. But it's you can't just show up to a senior citizen center to do that. And so there's just like functional, practical reasons that having your own building really. Um, helps to advance the gospel in terms of the ministry that you're able to do. And, you know, I think in the uptown area, we'll have, you know, some interesting um, uh, gospel ministry in that we're close to um, a campus. We can do much more things on on, on, on um, the college campuses and be involved with perhaps hospital stuff. So there's just a lot of opportunity, I think, that we can have in that building where we can launch out, we can invite people to, we can be there, uh, we can do things midweek. We don't have to, you know, check the schedule to make sure we can be in the property and and so on. So again, just a lot of practical stuff. And, you know, years ago, I was at a church planner um, uh, conference and there were church planners from all around the country there and they were wondering why it was difficult to church plan in Cincinnati they were looking at the statistics and things about uh, church plans that succeed and all of that and why is it hard in Cincinnati uh, whereas some other places it wasn't as hard and you know they were saying one of the things that um, that influence is uh, the difficulty of church planning in Cincinnati Cincinnati was. It's a bit more of a conservative area, uh, an area that's not as maybe transient, but it is a kind of a more conservative-rooted place where people look for that that building, they look for that stability, they look for that staple in the community, not something that's going to be in a shopping mall for a little bit and go over here for the, for a, a bit. Cincinnatians t- tend to just be, have that perhaps a different mindset. Uh, so you know, I think that there's a lot of practical advantages again to. Uh, having a building doing ministry and being being rooted in in that way where we're not um, just renting and popping in here and there but we're actually in a place uh, for for a while Mm -hmm. so so Zach if if one of our listeners wanted to perhaps give to the capital campaign and, and and help us out on some of the renovations that we have to do how might how might they do that
1: yeah, you can go to our website, uh, westsidereforms.org. At the top of the page, you'll see the uh, capital campaign being um, very readily accessible. Or you can type in westsidereformed.org slash building, and that'll take you right there. But we'd really love it if you wouldn't mind not just viewing it yourself and considering whether you might be willing to help donate, But just to spread the word and get the get the word out there to other people we know there are many generous christians of different backgrounds different traditions and we are certain that there are many out there who would love to see another gospel preaching church um, rooted in cincinnati and like brandon was saying we're viewing this as a um, an opportunity to to really further spread the gospel we've been trying to do that thus far already in terms of church planting works We were a church plant. We planted a church in Madison and in Indianapolis, Indiana. Brandon's preparing to plant a church, and it's going to begin 2024 and have a bit of a build up into 2025. We're looking forward to that in Florence, Kentucky. We're very committed to seeing churches planted, the gospel spreading, inviting people into the church who maybe they've never been in church before or maybe they've been in a bad church before, or maybe they've been out of the church for a while, they need a church home, or maybe they're being malnourished in the Christian faith and they need a, more, a richer diet of uh, Christ and Him crucified. And so we're really committed to that and we can assure you that any kind of help you can give us by way of your own giving, spreading the word, it's, uh, it will certainly go toward the uh, spread of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So again, check it out, westartreform.org. I'm sure Brian could put that in the show notes page as well. Uh, you can find us all over the web as well. We're trying to spread that uh, quite quickly. So please do help us in this effort to see the funds raised, um, you know, within the whole fundraising stuff, just to get in a little bit of the weeds for you, um, our congregation internally will be able to take care of the repairs and renovations necessary for ownership. But what we're really looking for right now is just some help with the renovation costs. Nor that when we move in, we're not moving into a place that feels very dated, but rather that we can at least have the main building renovated, if not also getting some of that school building uh, renovated as well. So please do help us in that way. We'd really appreciate that. Thanks.
0: We hope that this has been helpful, kind of thinking about uh, church buildings and some of the benefits to to having one. Uh, You can find our other um, shows or other episodes, rather, at uh, um, cincyreform.org. I'm Brandon. This is Zach. Uh, See you next week.